What's up, my friends? Today is day one of a 10-day series that we're doing on unlearning. Yes, you heard that right, unlearning. As we go into 2021, I wanted to take a moment with you to look at some limiting beliefs that we may have that we need to unlearn this year to step into the next level of our selves. Learning is the easy part. Unlearning is not so easy, but hopefully these conversations will empower you to examine some of those limiting beliefs, unlearn them, and lean into the higher version of yourselves. Now, these were recorded live in our private Facebook group, Unconventional Leaders. Make sure you check it out if you're not a part of that. So the quality is not the best because it's a live audio. However, the content I think is super powerful. So let's go ahead and get into this. Day one, we are talking about about the limiting belief that success is outside of me. I've always felt in the I was born with several palsy. I have always felt small. I was told not to take risks. I may be blind, but I teach people how to see. And I'm proud to be an individual. This podcast is for you, the unconventional leader. Maybe you are the one that everyone discounted. Maybe you struggle with fear and self-doubt. We are here to empower the next generation of self-starters to step up. Use their voice and make an impact in this world. We're starting day one with this thought that success is outside of me. Success is something out here that I am either... Uh, going to be worthy of obtaining or figure out the trick to obtaining that success is this external thing over here that some people have, some people don't, some people are born with, some people can't have, et cetera, et cetera. And we're starting off with this one because I think it's going to lay the foundation for a lot of things we're going to talk about tomorrow. We're going to talk about unworthiness and so forth. So these are going to build upon each other. Like Don mentioned, I totally agree with her how a lot of these overlap. But um, I wanted to read this quote from Deepak Chopra. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I never pronounce his name right. Never. Don't tell him. Okay. But anyway, he said something really awesome. He said, a belief is a thought you can hold to be true or not. A belief is a thought you can hold to be true or not. So with all of these beliefs that we'll be looking at, the cool part of it is not, oh God, I got all these negative beliefs, but cool, I noticed that and I can change it. Beliefs can be changed. It can be something that you hold to be true or something that you do not hold to be true. So one of our Facebook members, when I asked uh, about a week ago, some beliefs that they wanted to unlearn in the new year, this was a quote from someone, allowing external factors to determine how you proceed, allowing external factors to determine how you proceed. It says, if it's in your heart, you got to at least try. Absolutely agree with that. So we're going to be looking at external success in two different ways. Uh, I kind of want to tackle it from two different sides. Uh, First of all, we're going to be talking about uh, this idea of internal and external locus of control. And then we're going to talk about the obsession, the tendency, the habit of constantly trying to learn more and get another certificate or buy another course or whatever, 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 like this uh, hamster wheel that we're on in the online space of just, you know, 
I need something more. I need something more before we actually execute on things. And that can be self-sabotage, which is something we'll talk about in a few days too. That can be self-sabotage and you just avoiding doing the thing that you know you're called to do, leveling up in the way that you know you're supposed to level up because you trick your brain into thinking that you need something else. Okay. You need a better logo. <laughs> you need a better whatever before you execute on whatever. So we're going to, we're going to talk about that. So the two things, first of all, uh, this idea of locus of control, internal and external real quickly, psychology today, uh, this is the definition of it. And then we'll break it down into Heather definition because we need that. Okay. Uh, locus of control is an individual's belief system regarding the causes of his or her experiences and the factors to which that person attributes success or failure. So let's break it down. Heather definition. Internal locus of control is that a lot of my success is up to me. I take ownership of it. External locus of control is my success is dependent on something outside of myself. And some people are lucky and they get to have these things and success and I'm not. Okay. Now there, this is a continuum. So it's not like internal is better than external or vice versa. It's on a continuum, which means that, you know, you could go far into external where I'm the victim, everything happens to me. You know what I mean? Or you can go far internal where you're like, I don't need nobody. Screw them. Right? Some of us type A people, it's hard. You know, there's, there's a healthy balance there. But within the context of what we're talking about today, success is outside of myself. It's really taking responsibility and ownership that yes, yes, there are people with advantages and privileges and things that may set them further down the road. But there's so much power that we have within us, so much fire that can come from going against the grain and being at odds and being the outcast and the underdog. That's what we talk about here as unconventional leaders, that if we can turn that fire, if we can turn that disadvantage into something like grit, we can outrun Johnny with the better shoes who's been trained his whole life, right? Because we want it more. Verywellminded.com. Isn't that a cool name? Very wanted. They, they uh, gave two examples. If I just to drive home the idea a little bit more, external locus of control and internal. External locus of control. I often feel I have little control over my life and what happens to me. This is external locus of control. People rarely get what they deserve. It isn't worth setting goals or making plans because too many things can happen that are outside of my control. You see where some of this stuff can, maybe there's a tinge of truth in it, but how it can really lead to some really negative patterns. Another example of external locus of control. Life is a game of chance. It's all chance. Why try anything, right? Why set intentions? Why set goals? Why try? <laughs> Y'all met those people? Uncle Johnny and Thanksgiving dinner? Individuals have little influence over the events of the world. So let's have some examples of internal locus of control. Internal locus of control. If you work hard and commit yourself to a goal, you can achieve anything. Not saying you will. How many people's fail? But you can. It's possible. If you study hard and are well prepared, you can do well on exams. I'm just not good at this topic. You know, this just isn't my thing. I was uh, in a acting class a couple of months ago and there was this character that I was supposed to play and I was having the hardest time with it. It was a character that if you could think of the most opposite of Heather Parody in your mind, it was this character. And I told my acting coach, I said, I can't do this. This isn't me. 
I thought she'd be like, oh, yeah, you're right. But she said, well, if you wanted to, you could do it. But if you don't want to, okay. I was like, oh, wow. I had, I could learn it if I wanted to. I may not be the best at playing that character. But for me to just say, well, I just can't. That was my decision. Guess what? I did it. I didn't like it, but I did it. Uh, internal locus of control. Luck has little to do with success. It's mostly a matter of dedication and effort. Again, we're talking about success is outside of, and this is a belief that we need to unlearn. Because the truth is, yes, there are external factors that determine so many things that are, are outside of our control. But if we live our entire lives, if we live 2021 <laughs> with that thought that like, F it, like I can't do anything. There's so much mental and emotional repercussions of that, that even if it's the smallest thing that we can control, even if it's a, one of our previous podcast guests, Josh Canuti, uh, incredible human, he was dealing with massive depression. And the only thing that he could really ever do every single day was move a quarter back and forth on his nightstand. And he did that over and over and over again until he built up the resilience to start taking care of himself. And, uh, you know, now he runs a huge podcasting company and all of these things, but it started off with him moving a quarter back and forth. So even if it's the smallest thing we can take control of, it's something that we can do. Another example of this is I don't know how many people I hear saying that they want a stage. I'm a speaker. I want a stage. I want to speak on a stage with all these people. I want to be a guest on podcasts. Like there's so many people in the world waiting on a stage, often which you can't really control whether people say yes or no. Yes, you can reach out. Yes, you can do these things. But you know what's an internal locus of control, way of looking at that? Speakers, people who want to get your message out there, build your own stage. Build your own platform. I'm not saying don't reach out to people and don't want all this external stuff to happen. But one thing you can control is using your own voice and building your own platform, starting your own podcast, building your own event, standing on a freaking box in your neighborhood and sharing the message you care about, getting on live stream, talking to people. People don't like that, though, because it's unglamorous. It's not as sexy. It's not as fun. It's hard work. And we would rather be invited and do all of these things. But so much of that is outside of our control. So in the meantime, what can we do in 2021 to take responsibility and build the stage that we want to speak on, metaphorically and literally? So let's move into the second part of this. We first of all talked about internal and external locus of control. And I wanted to mention the book uh, Mindset by Carol uh, Dweck. It's a fantastic book to learn more about. She's actually a psychologist, so you can really just take to bank whatever she says. <laughs> and she you know, breaks down the research of everything that we just talked about. So definitely check that book out. But I wanted to wrap up this, this, this conversation. And this is for me, this is, I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with this, but this is something that I'm constantly having to check myself on. And I've noticed to be a really unhealthy pattern um, in my own belief system that I constantly need to learn something else or get another certification or get validation from the committee of badasses or whatever. Side note, we should start that. That sounds amazing. But constantly needing something else before I'm ready to do what I really know in my heart that I'm called to do. An example of this, just to be fully transparent with you guys, goodness, it's probably close to 10 years ago, I knew that this is what I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to have a show. <laughs> 
I knew that I wanted to lead an online community. I knew that I wanted to work with small businesses and help people run after their dreams and their vision and all of that. But I felt so incredibly inadequate to do so, um, which I'll tell you more about that tomorrow when we talk about unworthiness. But I kept making these excuses in my brain that I needed something else. And you guys have heard me share before that I was in a spiral hamster wheel of going to school, feeling like that I needed, you know, another degree or whatever, whatever. But what's so interesting is the more that I learned, the more, uh, the more I realized I didn't know. <laughs> and I wasn't dealing with my internal issues of worth and dealing with my internal issues of feeling inadequate and imposter, imposter syndrome thing. I wasn't working on that as much and realized thousands of dollars in, years in, that no degree, no certification was ever going to fill the void in my heart and my soul and make me feel like that I was ready. None of it. Because even though I had the paper that I felt like was what I needed to speak, I still didn't feel qualified to speak, right? It's an expensive freaking lesson to learn. <laughs> but uh, this idea that success is outside of me. I'm not against education. I'm not against courses or coaches. I invest in that kind of stuff. I think it's great. But when it's coming from a place of filling an internal void and a worthiness issue inside of you, or it's being used as a way to postpone or avoid doing what you're called to do because you're scared, <laughs> that's when it gets dangerous. And that's, you can only answer that question for yourself. But unlearning success or unlearning that success is outside of you is really getting honest with yourself that, can I really trust that still small voice inside of me? Can I really trust the still small voice inside of me? Do I have to run to experts to tell me what I need to do? Or can I trust that I might already know what I need to do? That voice may be screaming at me inside. I may have it come up to me over and over and over again. I may journal about it all the time. The answer might already be there. The answer might already be within me. Why do I feel like I need this person to validate when that needs to come from another source, right? There's a whole interesting conversation around uh, creativity and flow and all of that. And I feel like some of our best work comes from when we're in that space of really being in tune with ourselves and really listening and really acting on what that still small voice says. And you can't manufacture that crap, right? By copying what other people are doing. But again, it comes back to inadequacy, which we'll talk again about tomorrow. So just to kind of wrap up here, and I have some unlearning assignments for you and for me, if you want to do it together with me. But just to recap, today is day one. We're talking about this idea that success is outside of me, something that we need to unlearn. First of all, locus of control, internal and external. Are we taking responsibility for the, the gift that God has given us? Carol Dweck, Mindset, incredible book. And the second thing that we talked about is understanding that sometimes we don't need to learn more. I almost cussed. Sometimes we don't need to learn more stuff. Sometimes we don't need that person who we admire so much to give us permission and grant us and give us the certification, the certification to do what we're called to do. Now, if you're going to be doing leg surgery on me, my God, go to, go to medical school and get the certifications, I want you to have three of them. But if it's something in inside of you that God put in you, use it or lose it, baby. So here's some unlearning assignments. And I'm doing this with you, okay? I'm doing this with you. 
But first of all, understanding that this is just a belief. And like Deepak Chopra, 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 that man who's wise said, beliefs are something that you can behold to be true or untrue. It is just a belief that probably came from our mamas and our daddies. Sorry, mama, daddy, from our conditioning growing up, but it can change. That's the hope in there. And when this doubt comes in and us really recognizing this is a belief and I can either react or respond to it. Victor Frankel, Man Search for Meeting, it says between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose how we respond and our response and in our response lies our growth and our freedom. So we have to practice deliberate mindfulness, deliberate mindfulness. This is what I've been doing, y'all. And I'm not like Zen, y'all, okay? I'm not. I'm not the kind of Zen. I'm hyper. I'm masculine energy through and freaking through. But this is what I've been, how I've been practicing it. For those of y'all who are like me, who, who struggle with the Zen life. You believe in the Zen life, but you struggle with it. This is what I've been doing. I have a note pad on my phone or has notes in it. And I wrote on the top of it, and it's big, black, bolded, masculine letters. It says, what's the next right thing? And I've been practicing, like I was on an airplane the other day and I sat, you know, for a minute and I was just really quiet. And I just asked myself, asked God, asked that self voice, what's the next right thing? And a sentence popped up in my head and it wasn't huge. It was small. Okay. Call this person, do this. You know, and I just made like a five bullet point list, the next right thing. But we're so worried about the, the big thing, the 2020 goal, quarter one, quarter two, you know, cool. But what's the right thing for today, right? So this is deliberate mindfulness. Open a notepad and just get quiet and ask yourself, don't judge it. What is the next right thing? And then immediately take action on it. I love the scripture. It says, he who is faithful with a little can be trusted with a lot. And we can be getting the answers like this, but if we're not taking immediate action on it, why is that still small voice going to keep talking? If I was ignoring you all the time, would you keep talking to me? Probably not. That's it, y'all. Day one of unlearning. Do me this one favor. Send me a text message, 501-214-4307. Let me know your main takeaway from today. Again, that is 501-214-4307. We love you. We're in your corner. See you soon.